This is SAFM Sport with Tabiso Musia. And a very good evening. Welcome to the show. I am Tabiso Musia. Luyolom Kalipi is the producer. Uh, Sylvester Komane, a.k.a. Usain Bolt, is in technical. Don't ask us why we're calling him that. And Tebukho Khadebe is on social media. It is a Friday, so it's an early start for us. And as we always do on a Friday, we go back, way back, back in time. And we catch up with our sporting stars of yesteryear or historic moments in our sport to educate each other, of course. And tonight, we have a former national team coach as our guest former Bafana Bafana coach Sheikh Mashaba will talk to us in the next hour well for the next hour rather now many of the young ones know Sheikh Mashaba as a coach but the man had a sterling career as a football player turning out for two of the country's biggest clubs in Morocco Swallows and Orlando Pirates and he will talk to us about his journey from player to coach his various stints with Bafana Bafana which have all ended unceremoniously despite the results on the field being positive. Remember, this is a man that was sacked while leading a World Cup qualifying group with four points out of a possible six. And uh, unbelievable. And we all know it went downhill after that. He was also sacked prior to the 2004 AFCON having qualified the team, but had a fallout with the men in suits at South after refusing to let the likes of Benny McCarthy and Quentin Fortune arrive late uh, for camp because uh, they were playing overseas. There was also the issue of the England game when he didn't call up the overseas-based uh, players, famously saying Aaron Arense was as good as a David Beckham. So we'll talk about all those things, including his uh, frosty relationship with the media and also the grandfather that is Sheikh Mashaba because this man loves talking about his grandkids whenever we've interviewed him he always mentions his grandkids or shows us pictures of his grandkids as Sheikh Mashaba so there is a lot to talk about with Bafana Bafana coach Sheikh Mashaba not much happening as on the sporting front this weekend MTN well let me not say that actually MTN 8 takes center stage of course with the quarterfinal matches lined up and also tonight all you English Premier League fans will be happy to know that the season starts at 9pm our time Manchester United hosting Leicester at Old Trafford. Still not clear if Jose Mourinho's World Cup stars will be available for uh, this one, but he's got a lot of injuries also. So I'm sure you are all looking forward to the start of the English Premier League, especially those of you who play fantasy uh, football, uh, fantasy league, uh, English Premier League. I'm sure you're looking forward to it. But without wasting any further time, we're going to talk to Sheikh Mashaba up next. Remember, lines open 0861 That is our uh, studio number. Zanzi's sporting milestones, moments, and stories. Flashback Fridays with Tabiso Musia. If you are driving and can't call us, you can. Uh Always uh, SMS 40938. Stop. Please don't text and drive. And uh, also WhatsApp 0614104104 and hashtag SAFM Spot On. There's also shakes on SAFM Spot On hashtag. That is already going crazy. I'm already getting questions before I can even ask my questions to Shakes Mashaw. And it just proves how popular this man is. So many people uh, looking forward to hearing from the former Bafana Bafana coach, uh, Shakes Mashaba. And he joins us on the line. Coach Ephraim Sheikh Mashaba, good evening and thank you very much, sir, uh, for giving us some of your time to talk to us on SAFM because I do know that you are with the family this weekend. Hey, how are you, man? I'm fine, Coach, and you? Are you well? Are you in After good spirits? a long time, eh? Yes, yes, it's been a while, Coach. Yeah, yeah. Firstly, how, how is the family and how are the grandkids? Because I know you love talking about the grandkids. Yeah, no, we all together now. Yeah, you know, it was a holiday today. So they are all here, and I came back yesterday uh, from Pretoria, and they came together. You know, it was my birthday Monday. Oh. So I was in the round, I was at, uh, with the NetBank team in Pretoria. Mm. So when I came back yesterday, I found them here. They've prepared almost everything, Tabi, so everything is there, eh? Oh, that is good to hear. And we thank them, <laughs> we thank them for allowing us to speak to you uh, during this family weekend. No, you deserve that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong in doing that. The most unfortunate thing is that I couldn't come to the studio, man. I would have loved to be there, you know. No problem, no problem. There's still time, Coach yeah. Shakes. But I'm sure they must be happy to have some time to spend with you because you have a bit of time on your hands now. Yeah, yeah, they 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 happy, yo. They happy because uh, all the time when I go, they'll keep asking me, "When are you coming?" 
Can we come with you? I say, hey, man, I'm going to work. I would love to take you with you. If it's holiday time, I'll take all of you. But it's nice, eh? Mm. It's very good, eh? So. But having said that, Coach Shakes, you can't, you seem, it seems like you can't stay away from the game. You've just spoken about the NetBank Kiona project. You're busy with it again this year. What is it about this NetBank Kiona that keeps you going back? Yeah, thanks, uh, Tavi. So let's first start by saying good evening to our listeners at home and good evening to you and your co-workers there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this net bank, uh, you know, this is its sixth year now, uh, Tavi. It is all about uh, giving an opportunity to all the players that never had an opportunity to play soccer at this level. Never had an opportunity to rub shoulders with the so-called uh, professional players. And, and of course, we, assay, we said we're taking the age between 18 and 23. And it's amazing. You know, all the provinces that we have been to, we, we, there's nowhere where we, we had less than 500 uh, players coming for trials. Mm. This is, we're selecting a boys that will form up a team that's going to play against the current NetBank champions, which is Free State Stars. And uh, yesterday we were finalizing our final 16 that will definitely go pit its far against the uh, Free State Stars, Tabiso. Can they win this year, Coach? Man, Tabiso, <laughs> you know, we've been so patient looking, you know, depending on what we call a gradual process. You remember, last year it was for the first time that this team scored a goal. Yes. We're so happy. And that brought some light into ourselves and say, yeah, you know, this, it means that we're getting somewhere. But we are saying to Free State Stars, they mustn't think we'll come there as sheep to slaughter. You know why? Because all these players that are here, they've been watching all the other games, previous games, and they want to be the first on the list of a NetBank team winning this uh, cup. Mm, that is good. Now, Coach Shakes, yeah. we usually use this time on a Friday just to honor our sporting stars from yesteryear or look at historic moments in South African sport. And tonight you are our guest. But before we get up in your coaching career, I want us to educate the young ones about a young Shakes Mashaba because you played professional football at Swallows and at Orlando Pirates. Where did you enjoy your playing time the most? Listen, there. I know people will talk about the Pirates, Swallows, Swaraj in the Federation yes. as well. There's a team that uh, made me who I am. That was uh, our local team in Orlando East. I grew up in Orlando East in an mm. area called Boomtown, you know. Mm. And we had a team called Orlando Preston Brothers. Ah, I've heard about oh, that. Oh, so yeah, that team. I'm telling you, if people had seen that team, it produced the likes of Pepe Mulo, you know, the Maria Maria who played for Kaiser Chiefs, the Josiah Trindy goalkeeper who was a goalkeeper at Swallows, myself included them. That was one of the best teams that, uh, I mean, you know, we played the likes of Orlando Pirates at that time. We played the likes of uh, uh, Swallows. We played the likes of uh, uh, the Dan Iwisa Kaiser Chiefs, you know. Mm. Yeah, that's why that team, it made me who I am. But from there, I progressed. I went to, to Pirates. But, you know, before I went, <laughs> I want to tell you a story. <laughs> I, before I went to Pirates, Swallows came. They took me. I trained two days with them. Mm. And they were so slow in signing me. And as I was walking one day, Actually, we, it was the school athletics. We were at Morocco Stadium. Some guys from Orlando Pirates came to say, hey, Muna, you're not going to Swallows. We're telling you today. How? Huh? Oh, now, what do you mean? I've already promised. They say, you must tell me Swallows. We're now going to say, you're not going to Swallows. We're going to say, you're going Okay, that evening, that's what they were joking. After the athletics, they came, the, car, the car came, picked me up. Guess what, Tavish? There were soccer boots. I don't know who told them my size and all that. (laughs) (laughs) From there, I went straight to Orlando Pirates training. That's how I got to Pirates, you know? And uh, I played for Orlando Pirates, and it was very interesting to be there. That was somewhere about, uh, I think it was 1973, late 73, 74, when I went to them. And and what was so interesting about your time at Pirates? And before that, didn't Swallows give you a contract after you trained with them? 
listen, there was, I don't know. You know the guna lento ba traditioning. Hey, lavantu ba kulu mislunga kulu man. Signing is great, but so kulu man. And they missed out. Pirates took me the same night. I signed contracts and everything. You know, mm. it was finished. I went for training. But if we talk about pirates, actually, that's where I became who I am in terms of a uh, player, in terms of a manager, in terms of a, a coach as well. You know. I did all these things at Pirates. I, I learned a lot at Pirates. You know, I was... Uh, first year when we played, we played the Iwisa Kaiser Chiefs. Mm. People mustn't be surprised. It is then. I'm not talking about now. Then there were still Iwisa Kaiser Chiefs. Mm. Yeah, we played them at Orlando Stadium. West Kamaminzela is good. Where things used to happen. You know, and... Um, we we played them. Uh, we beat them two one, if I'm not mistaken. Being subject to correction. Guess what, Tabiso? The next game, I was the captain at Pirates. Ivan, Ivan, big responsibility. Ivan, what is actually happening? Here's the captain. I'm bent. Ivan, we what? started from there. I didn't look back. I mm. didn't look back. There were some times, I think, over two, three years back, whenever I was on interviews, I would tell people I was still the longest-serving captain at Orlando Pirates yes, I've, and I've the highest-achieving captain at Orlando Pirates. And who you are know, some of the players that you played with at the, in that team at Orlando Pirates? Yeah, played with great players, man. The, 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 the Joe Mosono, who was our top star, Mm. We had uh, uh, the person banda in the goals. Ah. I used used his hand, and when he punched that ball, yir, and strikers would never go anywhere for for crosses because he would hit the ball in your head, and you feel it. Then we we had the Oscar Dramines, we had the Webster Chaba, you know, and we had Bumilton Ngosu who came join us later on. And I can tell you, it was a group of marvelous players, you know. It was a group of marvelous players, I'm telling you. We are told that you were a no-nonsense defender, Brashakes. Is there anyone <laughs> that plays like you these days? Is there anyone? No, there's no one, no one. Bonham, there was no chance. You know, and let me tell you, Tadisho, I put on size 12 shoe, eh? Okay. Imagine if I hit you with that size 12, bro. <laughs> You'll never come back again. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm telling you, we played very good defense at Pirates, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I myself, nobody, nobody will come play dancing around here. Don't. They'll maybe beat me with combinations, the one-twos, or play the ball behind me and then sprint. But uh, I'm telling you, they are right. I was no-nonsense defender at the time. And how good was a Jomo Sono at that time? Because we always hear stories about how he was probably one of the <laughs> greatest footballers. Uh, but some of us have never seen Jomo Sono play. How good was he? If, if, if you didn't see Jomo Sono, you missed out a lot. You missed out a lot, you know. Let me tell you a story. When I moved to Swallows, and uh, we were going to play against Orlando Pirates. It was uh, the cup called, uh, it was a life cup or something. Then, man, we sat and we played at, at, at Swallows. They said, hey, Rashid, when is Umak Umjomar? Ah, no, it's fine. <laughs> Give me Umjomar. <laughs> yeah, we played, we played, we played. The score was 0-0 at that time. There was one time where we find ourselves in a situation near one-on-one, and he was in position. Mm. He, he came with and says, uh, step in, step out, step in. Let me tell you, I can't tell you what happened. What I can tell you is the end result of that action. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see what happened. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was lying down with my, uh, on my stomach. Yeah. Watching him running, going towards our goals, I could count his uh, uh, boots uh, studs. He was gone, and I didn't know what happened. Yeah. And I remember uh, Simon Matangu comes here, Baba. Hey, Lumtu Sohambile, man. Hagama, I said, hey, Lumtu Nkatile. That's how good. He was a lightning, that man. He could score goals. You know, when we played with him at Pirates, we used to say to him, that is, Bona, 
Don't worry yourself about coming to Uzomaka, Ambo Malapa. Because we knew when we win the ball we give him, we knew he's going to eliminate not less than three players. Then that puts us on a numerical advantage in terms of attacking. He was a great player. He was a great player, I'm telling you. Well, for those who've just joined us, we are talking to former Bafana Bafana coach and former professional footballer, of course, Ephraim Sheikh Mashaba. And we're just reminiscing and uh, just getting to know more about his playing career. And we're going to talk coaching up next. Already questions coming through on social media. I'm going to ask them after this quick break. You can also call us. Lines are always open on 0891-104-207. Our SMS line is 40938. Zanzi Sporting Milestones, Moments and Stories. Flashback Fridays with Tabiso Musia. And Coach Sheikh Mashaba this evening. Coach, there's a question from L Tank on Twitter. He wants to know, did you have ambitions of playing overseas? Let me tell you, people will never believe it, uh, uh, Tabiso and our listeners. There was a gentleman called Toy Mostad. He was an agent. He came and... Uh, that was a time when the Jomos and the Ace went overseas. I was amongst them. And that guy, Toy Mostert, uh, came to me, says, man, can I get you a contract overseas? I was very hesitant and I was not happy. You know, I, I, at that time, I didn't want to see myself away from my family, my parents, my brothers, my sisters, my mother. And then I said, no, man. I will see, we'll talk. And that's how I missed this opportunity of going to play abroad, uh, Tadiso, in the listeners. And in, how do you look back at it now, in hindsight? Well, uh, truly speaking, I tell myself, you know, I, 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 I lost an opportunity, you know. I would have been maybe triple who I am now if I played abroad and come back at home. I would have been something else. But... Uh, you know, we don't normally sit and regret because regrets will, uh, you know, make you lose the way going forward. How do you plan? Because if you think that it's going to make you sad and you can't be doing anything. Mm. Kanu on Twitter wants to know, how was the money at the time when you played? <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell me so. The day, the day when I, uh, pirates took me, guess how much they gave me, but you won't guess. I don't want us to waste time. They gave me 300 wow. rands at the time. That was my signing on and transfer. But at that time, the value of the money mm. was very high. Mm. And, you know, I always say to people, even to my kids, we're talking about pounds that are used in Britain. You know, South Africa, we were using pounds. People don't know about it. They don't know much about it. We use pounds at some stage. And that's when the value of the money was so high at the time. But that's what I got. Salary, well, at that time, you know, it was not like now. At that time, you'd be paid out of the boot of the car, you know? <laughs> I've heard about those times. Let's now fast forward a bit, Coach Sheikhs Mashaba. Did you always want to be a coach after your playing career? You, you know, uh, that alone, it started with this team, Orlando Preston Brothers. You know, at that time, we didn't have coaches, but we had what we call leaders in the team. I would be always helping here, talking to them, just, we've got to make sure we win this game and we've got to play this type of let's approach should be why why we go, we do this. But when I was at Pirates, it came straight that now I want to be a coach. Every time when the season closes down, I would go to my township, invite boys, started coaching them and coaching them and coaching them. That's how I started uh, Tabiso and the listeners. Now, how do you look back at your time at Black Leopards? You were brought in to do a job. You saved them from relegation. How was that stint for you? Uh, you, you know, those are the, some of the things that are great that you're talking about, you know. And uh, I'm going to mention uh, one or two teams that people are not aware that I did coach. Yes. You know, I, I, I coached at Pirates. I was a player coach at some stages. Oh. 
I, I coached at Pirates. I coached all the big guys. I remember when the the the, the new thing where the, the white league came together with the black leagues and all that. I remember we were playing uh, the Dan Highlands Park at Orlando Stadium, and uh, we had all the, the KK Sonos, the Jomo Sonos, the Hiro Mukhali, and all that. And I said to them, Man, let us try these youngsters against this team. Let's see what happens. And we I put everybody on the bench. I put, I put the big man, JJ, Jomo Sonos, and all. I, I, I became unpopular, eh? I think if I was weak, I would have resigned coaching that time. And guess what? We went to beat Highlands Park. It was 3-2 or 2-1. We beat wow. them with the youngsters. And I didn't look back from there. And I said, I'm staying as I am. I coached the Free State Stars, the very free, same Free State Stars. Mm, of the Mukwenas. I coached them, eh? <laughs> I coached them as well. I, I helped them. I saved them from relegation. Wow. I saved them from relegation. I coached a team in uh, at Valris. It was a mining team. We 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 got promoted. You remember there was that uh, league that was called the Zambak League. Yes, I've heard about yeah, it. Yeah, we came. Yeah, we came through that league and into the then NPSL. That was the which is called now PSL currently. We that was the first team to got promotion and stay in the first uh, league for two years. We played team like Wu, the uh, Mamelodi Sundowns. Can you guess? We beat Ntate Chabalala and Trot Muloto 4-1 in Valrys, and they didn't believe it. The Shushan and Piano Sundowns. Uh, I'm going to The shoes were dusty that day when they go back. They were not shining. There was no polish. There was nothing. We beat them 4-1. And that was when I became an assistant coach of Bafana Bafana. You remember Ntate uh, Chabalala Screamer yes. became the first the coach first one. Bafana Bafana after Jeb Butler. I don't know what happened. But he came and he says, Emuna, I want you to come and assist me. I said, Look, with pleasure, I'll definitely come join you. And that's when it started. From there up to today, uh, to the last day I coached, he's the man who brought me into into the Bafana Bafana. Wow, and we're going to get into Bafana Bafana, but I've got another question <laughs> from Faure Mulefe who wants to know why are you not coaching at club football? Would you consider uh, coaching club football because he believes you have a lot to offer? That, that's a good question that is posing. You know, a lot of people, because they didn't know my history, as I indicated, they thought I'm only good in coaching national teams. I, I'm good in coaching uh, uh, clubs as well. Let me get a, an offer. I'll prove it to people that I can even coach anyway. Anyway, I'm not scared of coaching any team so far. Any team that comes and gives me an offer, I'll take it with a big smile. So there you have it. It's out there. Coach Sheikh Mashaba is interested in coaching at club level. It's not that he's only a national team coach, as many people believe. Now, talking about the national team coach, you had huge successes with the junior national teams. And what, what would you say attributed to those successes with, with the junior teams? Yeah, yeah, you know, uh, there's one thing that uh, people don't really uh, understand in terms of coaching junior teams. You 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 wear so many hats, Tabiso and our listeners. Yes, you are appointed as a coach of the junior team, but there's this side of you being displaying a father figure thing. Treat them as your kids, make them understand what you want. Another one, you become a social uh, what you call. You 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 deal with their problems at home. Some, when you've got time, you visit them and find out what problems are they having at home. That sort of like builds confidence within them to towards you to say, "Hey, this man is not only looking at our playing side, but he's concerned about our lives off the football pitch." And then, of course, finally, make them understand what you want from them. Make them know exactly so that when we start playing, this is the route we're taking. 
I can vouch for you because I remember your first game when we went to Sudan and you won 3-0 as Bafana coach. You would even ask the members of the media, have you called home? How's the family? Are they doing well? Don't only focus on football. Please go back and call home and make sure they are fine and tell them you are fine in Sudan. So I can understand that you've always been a father figure. And coach, now, um, was it a natural step then to move up to Bafana Bafana or did it take some time to convince you to go to Bafana Bafana after so much success with the junior team? You did mention that you were also assistant to Screamer Chabalal. Yeah, you know, uh, I would say to you, my focus was on junior teams. But when this call came up, I said, everybody in our lives, we want to progress in what we're doing. And when it came, I jumped for it, you know. I, did, I didn't. And the way it came in, there was no way of refru- refusing it. Because you'll remember, we were supposed to play, was it Congo? And uh, Mr. Chabalala had some problems with some people. Mm-hmm. And then he was asked to, to, stay, to stay aside. And that's when I took over. Mm-hmm. And we won that game. That uh, Let me say with pride, I brought the first national points to South Africa in terms of uh, the national team. Mm-hmm. So that is why I said, and I looked at it, I said, oh, then it's possible for me. Let me go on with this. Let me take the national team to, to greater heights. And definitely so. It became that way. And it became so easy for me to say, I'm going on with this uh, Bafana Bafana. Let's go to the lines. People have been calling. Sifudi in Ranfontein. Good evening. Evening to you. How and are my you? Man there. He's listening. Yes, foodie. How are you, man? <laughs> tell Tabiso about Pops and the battle between Sylvester Kune and Jomo Sono. Finally, my friend, you've been vindicated then and you'll now be, be, you've now been vindicated and we've regressed. The man who doesn't take that personality nonsense. The minute you don't that jersey with the shakes, you lose yourself. They didn't listen to you. Look where we are now. Evening to you. Evening, Sifudi. And a lot of people, Coach Shakes, are saying that you've been vindicated. They're saying you were the best Bafana Bafana coach and look at the situation now. But what's your response to Sifudi? Wow, I'm humbled to hear that. Uh, thanks for the people and their supporters. That is Fudi, I always listen to him in a lot of uh, stations when he talk. You know, he, he tells it as it is, you know. Mm-hmm. He's talking about Pimville United Brothers, Orlando Preston Brothers, Pops. and all this that we're talking about. Yes, you know, at times, things will never go your way the way you want them. And people will never want to listen to you when you tell them, let's do this. Being vindicated could be something else, but uh, it is only the, 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 the Almighty who knows what is actually happening in Tabiso. Mm. Let's go to Jafta in the Northern Cape. Good evening, Jafta. Thank you for calling us. Hey, how's it, Tabiso? Fine, thanks. And you, Jafta? All right, man. just ask Brashegs. How did you feel when playing against uh, the Osmo Kojo? The horse, Mukhojo. Okay, I think I've heard that one that, that one before. Uh, Brashakes, the horse, how was it playing against the horse? Well, um, the name tells you. Brashi, <laughs> the horse. Here, that guy could, could run, eh? Kenneth he Mukhojo. Wouldn't, he wouldn't do all this fancy stuff. He would come and take you off your good defending position and he loops the ball behind you and he's gone. If you don't have cover, he was a strong player. He was a pacey player as well. And he was a hard hitter of the ball, a good player. And I can tell you, he's a pastor today. I I went to his uh, area one time. I found him. I said, And we've always heard about the horses. One of the country's greatest strikers is one of those names yeah, that yeah, you always yeah. uh, just 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 hear about because he could run uh, like a horse, like you said. We've got another uh, call here. Who's that? Uh, Benny in Richards Bay. Good evening. Uh, good evening, Travis. Repairily, Mr. Shloman. Yeah, what's your name? Minjanina. I go on, man. Two questions. First one, um, Lucas uh, Moripe and Jomasono. Who do you think you can rate him uh, uh, the greatest player? 
And the second one, is it anything in future, especially in South Africa, we can retain such a kind of the players of Calibra to uh, Lucas Moribe and Jomo Solo? Yeah, um, you know, Tabisho uh, and the listeners, this question has been coming many a times. We had the late uh, Patrick Asinjeling, may his soul rest in peace, then came in Jomo Sono, then came in uh, Masterpieces Moripe. You know, uh, you, you wouldn't compare those guys. You wouldn't because their style of playing was not the same. Let me start with Jomo. Jomo was a lightning player, very quick, very lightning. And if he goes, he's gone. For you to catch him, you need cover. And uh, the skills that he had, dribbling, jumping over the ball, hitting the volleyballs, coming to Masterpieces Moripe. That guy, we went to play them, go Pritori, Atwa, China. And they, they, he, he, he went into the field on a horseback. <laughs> you must get people, they must tell you about that story. Taviso, <laughs> Libat. Uh, you know, they took him right into the center of the park. <laughs> and he jumped. And he was wearing a Chinese gown like something. <laughs> Here, he, when they kick off, the second pass was to him. You remember that time you couldn't play back passes from the kickoff. It's got to go. Yeah, he killed us, that man. You know, before halftime, I'm sure the score was 3-0. And there was riot at the stadium and people were running helter-skelter. He killed us. One of the greatest players that the country has produced. They used to call him Mapega Pants. That guy would kill the pace of the game, you know. Bring it to zero, you know. But his acceleration, his timing, passes as well. And, and of course, finishing up. That is why I say it won't be an easy thing to compare and judge these three players. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they're not talking about the Barake uh, at Kaiser Chiefs. Also, one of the top players that the country produced. Kinchakuluva. Well-educated left foot, eh? With a pem. Oh, it's a miriri shyness. So it's a pem, yeah. Hey, those were the, those were the what days. What a gentleman. That was the gentleman of the game as well, eh? I've got a few SMSs here. Prashakes, Rollaway Ndovo mm. wants to know from you, has the arrival of foreign coaches improved the quality of our football or not? Uh, Brother Chris, thank you, man, wherever you are. Thanks for listening to us. That's another problem that we're sitting with, uh, tradition. When we started, I used to say to people, we need foreign expertise, but not in big numbers, you know? Mm. But what is actually happening now? We've given them the latitude to deal, to do whatever they do. I mean, to deal with players, you've got to know their habits in terms of their lives, private lives, and all that, so that when you talk to them, you know who you're talking to. You know, the foreign coaches, yes, they derailed our style of playing. They derailed our style of playing. I think um, we still need to sit down, get into a big, big hall, sit down and discuss and restructure our things, our style of playing and say this is what we want to do this is how we want to play and how are we going to do we've got well chris rollaway the one who sent this yes he's one of the best coaches that we have he 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 was once with uh, the school of excellence you know Mm. and you know what kind of players that school produced so we need to come together and sit down i'm not so happy as well with that type of foreign coaches that we're having in a Talking about coaches, David in Colinio wants to know, he says, good evening, uh, Tabiso and coach. I just want to ask Coach Prashakes, what is his message to people who want to become professional coaches like Prashakes? Yes, um, there must be somewhere where you start. eh? (laughs) There must be somewhere. You can't just be a professional coach. Yes, in life, people will strike it rich from nowhere. You can't just become a player that didn't go for development. All of a sudden, you play for the one of the top teams. Like coaching, you can't find that. We've got younger coaches like Botabo Sino. They're, they're doing great. Those are the people that can go. But what I'm saying to him, stay and start on the ground. 
make sure you understand what the ground is. Is it soft or is it too hard? So that when you graduate, you know what you're talking about, where you come from, and your intention is where you want to go. And finally, do everything with an open and inquiring mind. That's it. Up next, we're going to get into the big one. Everybody wants to know what happened at Bafana Bafana. Zanzi's sporting milestones, moments and stories. Flashback Fridays with Tabiso Musia. And Coach Sheikhs Mashaba tonight. And Skelly in Devon, you've called us. Good evening. What's your comment, Skelly? Good evening to you, Tabiso. Uh, thank, thank you for taking my call. I'm really honored to say hello to Sheikhs Mashaba. He's our thank you, living man. legend. He's our living legend, actually. I know the time when you used to be paid in pounds and shillings. <laughs> <laughs> and then we changed to rands. It was two rand to a pound. Yeah. Wow, we're okay. also showing you uh, You used to come to Devon in, the, in, the, in those mini buses, like, you know, uh, play against uh, Avalon Athletics, Aces United. Mm. Uh, yeah. You're quite right. That is the history of football that people don't know. Yes. Caris Fountain. That's the history of football that they don't know. Caris Fountain, sir. Yes, Um, yes, yes. Playing against uh, the likes of Dharam Mohan, you know, one of the greatest players that the country has produced. Sheikh, I don't want to take my time. I'm I'm really honored, man, you know, speaking direct to you. My nomination to to Tabiso is to put you in, in line for... Say Sheikh Masaba, you know. <laughs> oh, thank you. you. Must, no, you are one of them that, that has to be, sir. Thank you, no, Skelly and Deben. Nice call there, uh, Sir okay, Sheikh Masaba. Well, no. Let's go to Mike in Cape Town. Mike? Yes, there's so many things that I want to say with so little time. Um, good evening, gentlemen. Uh, coach, you one of my favorite coaches uh, at Bafana Bafana. At the time that they chopped your head, you had like 15 consecutive unbeaten matches. Um, and like the, one of the few first few callers said that you were vindicated, you were vindicated. Uh, the miracle run didn't help us and we didn't go to the World Cup. I have two things that I want to find out from you. Um, I study you and your tactics. Um, one is what do you really want from a starting 11? I noticed that you have four defenders. Most of the time you have three midfielders, only one winger, a number 10 who is very fast, and a number nine who is slightly big. What do you really want? from your starting 11, that's one. Second question is, we now in a period where we are coaching uh, uh, people from 1997, 1999, 2000. These are fragile human beings, and you mentioned that you need to be a social worker. How do you deal with them? How do they deal? When you're speaking to Andrew Jali and you, you're trying to assert yourself in the dressing room to him, do you find that from the player that you coached in 1989, he is different, that you can't shout at him. Uh, you need to be more polite with him. Thank you very much. I'm Thanks, happy Mike. to speak to you, Sheikh. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. You can go ahead, uh, Coach. Maybe let's start with the starting 11. What do you decide? How do you pick a starting 11? You know, uh, I, would, I would prefer starting with the second question that you're yes. posing. Okay. You know, uh, people tend to say, when you talk to people in a very polite and a gentle way, at mm. at the same time, when you talk to people, exert your authority. They must understand what kind of a person are you. He's mentioning uh, Andile Jali. I didn't want him to mention names. But um, we, we, we were in good terms with that player. I know a lot of people saying, no, 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 no. As a technical committee, we sat with the players and we talked to them. This is the way we're going to work here. If you're not happy, come back to us and let's sit down and talk and solve your problem. If you can, call the coach, sit with the coach in a very quiet space. Tell him what you want and what you don't. And if you don't understand things, don't go behind our backs. Don't go behind the coach's back. Direct, let's go, because it's not about you. It's about the team. Let's Mm. sit down and talk. Selection of the team. Selection of the team. You need different players in the different positions. And uh, let me tell you, uh, Tabiso and the listeners, my simple formation is a 4-4-2. Nothing else. 
I hear people talking three, five, one, diamond, whatever. The problem is with all those systems, it, is, it comes in when you lose the ball. There are so many pockets in your team where people can exploit and punish you. But if you look at the, the, the width and the length of the, of, the, of the football pitch, the width, let's start with. Say you're playing three defenders. On the left, you've got an, a pocket. On the right, you've got a pocket. Which means to close those pockets, you need a flying player on the wings. And you remember there was this thing, a uh, uh, flying back system, and players never some players even stopped playing football because running 120 meters plus, which is an international size of a soccer pitch, it's not a child's play. Mm. You've got to be very, very... Uh, we, 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 we get to the strikers. You need a combination. You need a, a, a horse that will always give the strikers, uh, the defenders, problem. They mustn't rest when they are there. They, they, they start thinking, hey, if we leave this man. And what does it mean? Three players go to pick him up. Mm. And you have what we call a sniffer, a striker, a very intelligent player, who when he gets in position and he knows where am I, what do I do, and he's got skills, he can eliminate one defender. It's a plus to us because the midfielders, that's where we're coming in now. You need people with good engines. Mm. And people I remember... Who give you 90 plus minutes running non-stop. But I think that's a combination of players that I'm looking for whenever I build up a team. I remember that partnership of Ndulula and Ranti. They were deadly under you, Coach Sheikh Mashaba. You spoke about Andele Jale. You got along well. On the other hand, Kamuhelo Mukocho says he could never understand you. How do you respond to that? Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to talk about it, but uh, it, it was a shock and a surprise to me, you know, uh, that I don't understand the player. We don't talk to the player. But I used to talk to him. The most unfortunate thing, and when I selected the team, there were players who were above him, you know? There were players. It surprises me. Mukocho is Mukocho today because of me. I took him with the late Andres Maseko to the uh, Danone in France when France won the World Cup. He was scoring goals like the getting out of fashion. You know, I, I brought him from the ground up until he went play abroad, which I didn't know when did he go. But I knew he's playing there and he's doing well. But when I selected the team, I found that there are players that could be better than him in that position. Mm. We've got Mdange in Cape Town. Mdange, good evening. Oh, member. Yes, member. <laughs> Just one look at even the coach there, our coach, Sheikh Mashaba, the only coach who took us to Afcon in his first attempt. The only coach that didn't give him a chance, but we're not there. Just want to greet the former Pagania Lapo coach. That's our coach in 2023. After Mitchell, we have Sheikh Mashaba who will be coaching us. I'm sure we'll get our third star with him. Uh, coach Sheikh Mashaba because we are fetching our second star soon. So our third star, I just want to greet you, uh, Coach Pagani Alapo, and we miss him at Bafana Bafana. Nice one. Thank you, Mdange. <laughs> and Coach, would you go back to Bafana Bafana? A lot of people are asking that. I'm ready. Anytime. It's only that uh, I respect the coach that is there now. Should there be an opening, I'll be the first one to apply for that position because I still have an unfinished story with that team, uh, uh, Tabiso, and the listeners. You know, I enjoyed my job as a coach there. Uh, 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 the players, all what people will tell you this and that, no, I was in good terms with all the players that I've coached in that uh, uh, group of Bafana Bafana. Okay, we're going to wrap up with Coach Sheikh Mashaba after this quick break. Zanzi's sporting milestones, moments, and stories. Flashback Fridays with Tabiso Musia. And we're talking about Bafana Bafana now. And coach, you always seem to leave Bafana Bafana before your time. I remember uh, Brajay replaced you in 2004 for AFCON because you stood your ground. You wouldn't allow overseas players to come late for camp. Does it hurt you how you never got the chance to lead the team at that AFCON? Uh, Tabiso and our listeners, I'm bleeding, eh? I'm bleeding because... I was never taken out of that team because of failing. 
And all the time when these problems come, it's when I was going up. I mean, you look at the one you're talking about, mm. uh, when uh, Dr. Sono took over. There was no reason why I was put aside. The now, the current one, the last one now, that one I'm still bleeding, and uh, there's a lot of people. We will have to sit down and talk where I'll mention names, because all what we hear, to me, it's, 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 it's crap. I, I don't think those are the reasons that's made me to be where I am today. Mm. People are not told the truth of what happened there. I mean, we were leading in the game and all that, but there were a lot of things happening behind my back when I was on the bench. That is why I am saying I'm going to mention names. What happened? All this that I snubbed the president, and the president doesn't say he wasn't there. He also supports that. He owes me an answer. He owes me an answer because the reason for me being taken away, it was not because of that. There's still a serious thing that I need to sit down, talk to people about it. They must know why I'm here. For many people, what was even more baffling was the fact that you were sacked while leading a World Cup qualifying group with four points out of six. And we've heard now that you were removed as you were about to board a plane to Mozambique for that friendly. You were removed at the airport in front of players. How was that for you, coach? How did it make you feel? Listen, Tabiso, to be be taken back. I had already checked my bags in. Can you believe that? The flight was delayed. Hmm. The reason being, they must search for my bags and bring them back. And I was taken to a, 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 a meeting at the airport where I was told I can't join the team and all that. Can you imagine things done so quick? We were from uh, Pulukwani, yeah. driving all the way straight to the airport. When, was, when were these things decided? When people sat down to say, it tells me, it tells me that uh, people were trying to sort of like cover the truth of the whole thing. Mm. That was what was happening. And I'm telling you, when I got back home, two days I've been sleeping. And, you know, uh, thanks to my family, especially my wife, Togo, my kids, Jabu and Tantra, Tandi and Ayanda, and my grandkids. You know, they would always come, no, Kulu, let's go to the mall, let's go here, let's go do that. And they, 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 they brought that life back to me. That's why I respect those people. I, I, and I can hear my, the supporters as well. They feel bad about what happened to me. And I would like to say to them, I appreciate that kind of a support, but it's not far away. The truth will come out about this. And how do you look back at your relationship with the media at that time? Well, you know, this is how I take the media, Tadiso. And I want the media to understand, should we again meet in the same hall and talk? You know, it's, 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 it's um, the media will, they're, they're working. They're working. Whatever they, 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 they want to get out of that, it's for them to, to put it in the news. People must know. And they won't go sit down. Yes, it has been a little bit soured here and there. It has been, it would be, and actually it's few people. That's another thing that I'm still going to talk about. It's few people. It's not everybody. A lot of people followed those, uh, I don't want to say ringleaders, so people will kill me. Those who thought they, are, they, they, they know it all, they have it all. But I know, like I'm saying, Tabiso, the truth will come. It's not far away. And you mentioned your family. We've got on the line Nontlantla Mashaba, uh, one of your daughters. And I know Nontlantla is very vocal. Nontlantla, good evening and thank you for joining us on SAFM firstly. Good evening, Kaviso, and good evening to your listeners. Thank you for having me. I know you're very vocal. You're always proud of your dad. And um, why is it? Uh, because he's never home when, it, when he's busy with football. But last day, you posted a heartbreaking message on Facebook that touched a lot of people saying that you were at Safa House, but you don't see a picture of your dad on the wall where many others are being honored and remembered. Do you believe that the country is not giving him the respect he deserves? Well, Kaviso, let me... Oh... All I shake my shower before I carry on. Shake my shower. How are you? 
I'm well, Noni. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm super, super. Charlie, so coming back to um, you know your your question, I, I must be very honest with you. I, I I'm very very disappointed with how Safa has handled issues when it comes to my dad and um, you know the whole soccer um, ups and downs they felt they had and. Just listening to him now again, I mean, I listened to all of his interviews, but just listening to him um, earlier on talking about his achievements, and I think to myself, wow, I can't, this man's achievements just blow my mind every single time I hear about them. And to, 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 to find out and to see, I worked at Safa, by the way, for those who didn't know, I, I'd walk past the museum wall, and I see, you know, Everyone is diversity on it. I'm not taking it in, away from anybody, but I would walk past there every morning and I'd look at this wall and I'd think to myself, there's a picture missing here. You know, and this picture is not just a picture for decoration, but it's a picture that belongs on this wall. Not there. Particularly, I'm talking about my, my dad. Mm. It, it broke my heart and I felt that, you know, I don't usually go on media and talk about my dad's um, word things, but that particular day, I was so heartbroken, so heartbroken to think what even happened on that day and what was put out in the media is not the same things. And this is a man who lost his job, not because he failed, mm. but because people had their own agendas up until today. As we said earlier on, the truth will come out, it's not far. So, I, you know, that is a very disappointing thing. I'm still disappointed to this day. And for those who read my message in the way it was supposed to be read, I thank you for acknowledging what I was saying. For those who wanted hype with what I wrote, well, that's social media. I'm not interested in that. Well, on social media, Roxy says, thank you, Noni. That is it. Sad, very sad, but thank you for successfully ending my day. I love the few words that you've said, and that's why we just thought we should bring you on, Nunkantla, because I know you're a big supporter of your dad. And also to Coach Shakes, the reason that we brought you on today is that we wanted to give you the respect that you deserve. So people never get the flowers while they can still mm-hmm. smell them. And uh, a lot of people have spoken today. A lot of people have tweeted us, and people hold you in high regard. And uh, they, you cannot fool the people. They know the results on the field spoke for themselves, Coach Sheikh Mashaba. And please know that people will never forget what you've done on national duty. Thank you, uh, Tabiso. I appreciate that. You know, it, I really feel humbled. You know, in life, as we work, all of us, what we're looking at is to leave a legacy. And when you're working towards that and you are cut abruptly, that is very dangerous. I still thank God, you know, for having made me to be strong my family to make me as strong as I am. The people will always meet me and say, we miss you. That goes along. I'll say to them, you, Tabiso, bringing me into this program where you, 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 you bring the legions, I would like to say to you and your workers, please, please, it's good to honor people as they're still alive. I would like to say thanks, thanks, Thanks to you, uh, Tabiso, your producer, and everybody, the owner of the stations. Tabiso, thanks a lot, my brother. I appreciate it. Thank you, Coach Shiks Mashaba. All the best, sir. And I'll end with this message from Shawu, who says, I must say, it has been the best interview I've ever had this far from Shakes. He has unfinished business with Bafana, and I know that he is ready. Thank you. My name is Tabiso Musia. Thank you, Luyolo Sylvester and Tebuho Khadebe. Coming up, Lizette Khan with Off the Pitch.